G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Whether we like it or not, people out there are going to hurt us. It's just, unfortunately, one of those completely unavoidable realities of life. And as a result, so many, many people carry unforgiveness around in their hearts. I don't know if you've ever thought of it this way, but unforgiveness is downright exhausting. Bernie Diamond, it's great to be with you again as today we take another look at God's rest for you from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional, Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus to experience His power and His peace. How are you doing today? I know life has its ups and downs. Maybe you're in an up, maybe you're in a down. Maybe you're just cruising. Different days, different seasons, different things happening in our lives. But even when we think we should be cruising, you look around, everything appears to be going, "Mm, well, okay. We can sometimes have that sense of, well, tiredness, being a bit off our game. Sometimes it's physical, and we're going to talk about that a bit more next week on the program. And sometimes it's emotional. You kind of examine how you feel and Something's not quite right. There's like a disturbance in there somewhere, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Have you ever experienced that? There can be lots of reasons for that. Pressures, working too hard, or maybe something's worrying us. All sorts of reasons. Yesterday, we looked at how we can judge people and how exhausting that can be. Today, I want to take that one step further. It's the next step along the path of judging others, which incidentally, Jesus said, don't do it. And that next step is unforgiveness. Now, if there's one thing that's going to rob us of peace and of rest, the sort of peace and rest that God wants to give us in our lives, then it's unforgiveness. It's insidious. It's like a cancer. It lies hidden under the surface, unseen, but it's gradually sucking the life out of us. It's something we need to deal with or we'll be exhausted for the rest of our lives. I don't know if you've ever thought of it this way, but we can't experience rest on the inside if there's turmoil going on inside too. We we can't live in a deep sense of God's peace and rest if there's turmoil on the inside. And my hunch is that the mistake we all make from time to time is that we don't consider unforgiveness as turmoil. When someone wrongs us or hurts us, it starts off with with some very raw emotions, pain, anger, the desire for revenge. And after some time, if we don't deal with it, the extremes of emotion attenuate. They kind of even out a little bit. Perhaps they go down to brooding and, and resentment. And then after some more time, they diminish a bit more and a bit more and a little bit by little bit until it's almost as though they're not even there until something, something happens to remind us of the pain and the injustice and the wrong that was done to us, 
It may be something in a movie or, or seeing that person again or, or just a thought or a smell. And in an instant, that old hurt, that old sense of injustice, it flares up and it comes to the surface. Now, there's a reason for that. It's because the issue hasn't been dealt with. There are only two ways to deal with injustice. The first is to get justice. Sometimes on the news you'll see the family of a murder victim coming out of the court after the sentencing of the murderer. If the sentence handed down was adequate in their eyes, then what they'll often do is express thanks to the court, feeling that the justice has been done, even though they can never get their loved one back. If, on the other hand, the sentence is too lenient in their view, they will often express outrage and a sense of injustice. So one way to resolve this is for justice actually to be done. For the person who hurt us to apologise publicly, for instance, or to compensate us in some way for our loss, once justice is done, once we have what we consider to be fair recompense, it's much, much easier for us to let go of the wrongs of the past and get on with our lives. But you see, often, often justice isn't done. Often people get away with things. Fathers who've abused their children, business partners who've done the other partner out of something, someone at work who gets the better of us, a family member whose personality just grates on us, and we struggle with that. In fact, I'd like to suggest that more often than not, when we're wronged in some way, most of the time, justice is not done. Life just goes on. And no matter how big or how small the injustice, it gets added to all the other injustices for which we haven't forgiven other people. And before you know it, it, it's like this this dirty great cancer inside us sucking the life out of us. When you think about it, the whole story of God's engagement with humanity, from, from the first page of the Old Testament, the book of Genesis, to the last page of the New Testament, the book of Revelation, the whole thing is about forgiveness. It's about us turning our backs on God and him opening a way for us to come back to him and to be forgiven through the price paid by his son Jesus on that cross. So seriously did God take forgiveness that he opened the door to reconciliation through this radical sacrifice of his son. So to God, forgiveness and reconciliation, they are a big deal, a a huge deal. Have a listen to what Jesus says about it at the end of the Lord's Prayer. Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 14. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you yours. But if you don't, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. Now, you see, we don't like to talk too much about that particular little clangor because we find it unsettling. It, It offends our nice, safe little I'm saved, I'm in theology. But it's there on the biblical record. It's something that Jesus said as inconvenient as it may appear. And it's not like he's not being quite clear. It's not like this is one of those passages open to some great theological debate. It is plain. It is simple. It is straight to the point. If we don't forgive those who have trespassed against us, neither will God forgive us for our sins. Back in the Old Testament, the day of Yom Kippur is the day of atonement, still celebrated by Jews all over the world today. It's the day when the high priest used to go into the Holy of Holies in the temple to seek atonement for the sins of God's people, Israel. This is the holiest day on the Jewish calendar. But the day before Yom Kippur is known as Erev Yom Kippur. Now, Erev means Eve. 
So it's the eve of Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, just in the same way as we have Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas Day. And you know what the tradition was on Erev Yom Kippur? You have to go and seek forgiveness of the people whom you have wronged throughout the year. Traditionally, Erev Yom Kippur was a day of visiting family, friends, work colleagues and seeking their forgiveness because you can't go and ask God for his forgiveness until you've sought the forgiveness of the people whom you yourself have wronged. And incidentally, that's exactly what Jesus said, Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. So, when you're offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or your sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift to God. Unforgiveness is a burden, a huge burden for both parties. And that's why God wants us to forgive. He wants us to get out of that so it can't eat us like cancer, so that ultimately we can enter his peace and his rest. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.